0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. 51551, well, it's been well leaked, and the, uh, the cost of living package this time is going to be targeted. That's the... Um, that's the word the government are using. That means it's for people who are on social welfare or people who are on means-tested payments. Uh, the rest uh, can, uh, well, the rest are basically left out. Unless you have a child and there's an extra €100 Euro, uh, once-off payment, uh, bonus, they're calling it, uh, for, for per child on top of uh, child benefit. But the child benefit is universal. Obviously, once you have children under 18, you're entitled to get it. Uh, Frank, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. What's your reaction to this? Uh, uh, thanks for taking the ta- call, Joe. Thanks for making the call. What's your reaction to this targeted package, as it's called? Well, it certainly was targeted, Joe. Like the young people was targeted all across Europe by the ECB back in late October when they started jacking up rates. We all understand rates went up because of your uh, inflation. However, yeah. not one time, Joe, with any of these arguments about all parties, from them all, and Europe, did I hear any political party or any governor, minister anywhere fighting the ECB? Now, today you have a package that's brought out to the whole, the, a, a vast array of people and well-deserved, well-deserved. However, Joe, the young people again in this country, it wasn't too long ago now when Leo said, uh, we want to... You know, we want to reward the people that get up early in the morning in this country and go to work. Do you remember that saying? Of course I do. And I'll, I'll give you a quote from a Fine Gael politician two weeks ago. Wait for this. Uh, people are getting up at six in the morning, dropping their kids off at creche, getting back at seven at night, hardly able to see their kids. These people are working day and night and not able to afford to buy their own house. This is your mortgage uh, payments you're talking about. They are all over the threshold. There are a number of people, not all, who aren't working, never worked, their parents never worked, their children will never work, and they're sitting at home, and the people who are going to work are paying for their house, their fuel allowance, and everything else. It has to change. There are people in council houses who need every bit of help they can get, and they're genuine, but there's an awful lot of people who are not genuine and living in council houses. We need to look after the people who are getting up for work. And that's a Fine Gael politician, do you agree? I agree, I agree exactly with what he said, yeah? There was a woman, however, so a yeah. However, Joe, unfortunately, Fina Gale, Fina Falls, Sinn Féin, them all, I've been hearing this rhetoric out of them now, non-stop for I don't know how long, how long, and it's just constantly gone. The average person, Joe, now, Joe, I have a tiny little mortgage. Mm-hmm. I can agree. ride this storm. Okay. I can ride this storm. So it doesn't affect me. But I look at my son, who's 24 years of age, and I'm actually, Joe, embarrassed to look at him and other kids of his ilk because they haven't got a hope in this country. Now, they have a hope, Joe, if they do nothing. If they do nothing in the country, they've some chance of getting on in life. But it seems to be the, the person that does everything in this country gets nothing. But there's the average mortgage, Joe. You look at someone that, say, has 15 years to go and they owe 150,000 euros. They're looking at about five, between five and six hundred euro extra a month, Joe. In the interest. Now, so every, so everyone, everyone who's on social welfare uh, gets two hundred another two hundred euro 
bonus. That's I suppose call it the spring bonus. They got the winter bonus, the Christmas bonus, the spring bonus. But they're the people most in need. That's the argument, Frank. Yeah. Now, not according to this Finnegale politician, but they're um, like yeah. that. That carry on in Ballyfermot yesterday. I don't know whether you've seen it all gone viral. That's, um, that's, that's that's a different story, Joe. Yeah, but where would, but it's, not, it's not a different story because that, that, all of that happened at 12 o'clock in the day on a Monday morning. Do yeah, none, do none yeah. of them work? No, no, no. But listen, hundreds that's a of them on the street. Yeah, but anyway, is that not the point this Finnegale politician is making? It's the, people, it's the people who get up in the morning that have been and work all day have been ignored once again. So it's despite what Leo Bradcar says, despite what the government say, it's the people who are... And you've yeah. seen them. I see, I see them every single morning. They're, they're wrestling two children, uh, two bags into a creche from a battered old 07D... Uh, Ford Fiesta or whatever. They're trying to get parking, trying to get the kids into the crash. They're running out the door, back into the car, back out into mad, mad traffic. And by the way, for them, petrol is going up. Not once, yeah. not yeah. twice, but three yeah. times guaranteed. These yeah. are guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, June yeah. the 4th, September the 4th and October. Part This is on tax. Uh, the pubs in Temple Bar must be giving away the drink free, which means they're charging probably €11 Euro today for a pint yeah. in Temple Bar. Yeah. They're getting their tax. They, they got their tax reduced three years ago to 9%. The government are keeping it at 9% for the pubs in Temple Bar. Believe yeah. it or not, believe it or well, not. Well, my, my advice, Joe, today now to all hard-working couples out there, whether they be married or cohabitating, and I would say to one of them, give up your job. No, Stay no. at home. Look after your children. The state... Now, just hear me, Joe. Okay. The state will give you a half. They'll give you a housing-assisted payment towards your mortgage. Okay? They'll give you a medical card that will just be dropped in the letterbox by the postman, by the way. You won't have to fight it like some parents of terminally ill children, God love them, have to fight to a nail for everything. Because they were and over... They well, we've had them in this programme because yeah, they were over, over, they were the, over threshold the threshold. Yeah, the threshold, yeah, the yeah, threshold. Yeah, yeah. So that's my advice to young people. And another bit of advice, Joe, to young people that hasn't bought a house yet, don't buy a house. Do not get a mortgage and put a chain around your neck. What do, do what you... the rest of the country is doing. Put your name down. Go full steam ahead. There's major things happening here, Joe, down the road with social housing. Well, we're, we're being promised yeah, we're, to buy them all. All yeah. parties, by the way, are promising free housing for all from where I can get it. So that's my advice. Don't buy a house. OK, I had another politician on the other day saying, what is the percentage of people on the housing, uh, the stats every month, who are refusing offers of houses because they don't like they don't like either the size of the house well, I, I, or I, where I, the I, house I, are. But that figure, the, well, I, that I figure needs to come out as well. But okay, Miriam, oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Miriam, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Now, How as, are you? Good, thanks. The two hundred euro, which is that magic figure we heard the last time, but that went towards your ESB or your gas bill, and it went for went to everybody. But the two hundred euro this time is only going to people who've passed a means test, social welfare recipients. Um, what's your situation on your bills? Um, situation, two adults working in the house. There's three teenagers there in the house. There's an elder lad who lives away in Dublin. But the three in the house and ourselves, that's five. And in the last oh. two years, our gas bill alone, the mined electricity, has gone up uh, 400%. Wow. So there's nothing in this, there's nothing in this targeted package for you in that sense. 
You get Absolutely not. But four, five of us living in the house, the same five who were living there two years ago. Now, I know things have gone up, yeah. but how can it go that amount and why is it that that increase happens at the time of the year when you're possibly the bill that comes in when you've used the gas the most, which is over the winter time. And we've had a very mild winter generally. Exactly. You know, and so if we anything, had... we were probably mindful of using the gas yeah, this year because we knew there was a big bill coming. But to have a bill of €1,200 Euro is absolutely, just to me, unbelievable. And I sort of feel, and the reason I even wrote in, because I would never do this. I've never written into anything to complain. Mm-hmm. But how I feel is that we are paying this, and if we keep on doing it, at what point do we say enough is enough? That we cannot, those that are working, keep on paying this level out of our income and not have enough left to buy groceries or do the things that you need to do. And can you have any, like Dublin Airport the other day were saying, DAA were saying it's the busiest ever time for Dublin Airport. Are people going on holidays? Who's going on holidays? Who's going to I'd Lanzarote? I'd love to know who's going on holidays. On I would absolutely love to know who's going because there we are. Say there's one just finishing primary school. One went into uh, college just this year. So we're paying her college fees up in Dublin, which are extortionate. We wouldn't be able to afford that holiday. And there's two of us working. Two working, one of us, say, trying to work as much overtime as possible, and there isn't any hours left in the day. So I would love to know how they're affording to go on holiday. The government would say to you now, we're going to give you a bonus, a once-off bonus of 100 quid on the children's allowance. And how does that help with a gas bill of 1,200? That isn't even one-sixth of the bill. Somebody is making money from this, and this is the part that probably makes me most angry, is the unfairness of it. There are companies making money out yeah, of other well, people's they, misery. Well, they say they are. The sooner the better to bring it in. They say they're going to bring in a windfall tax. Stay there, Miriam. John, when? They bring it in in the summer, Joe, when you're not using it. No, it's, it's the it's winter time when you're using it. No, they say it. they're going to whip money off the ESB and the gas companies that they've been making. But anyway, John Mylan, 0818 John. Hi, Joe. How are you? Do you agree with this Fine Gael politician? People are getting up at six in the morning, dropping their kids off at crash, getting back at seven, hardly able to see their kids. These people yeah, are working day and night, not not able to afford to buy their own house. They are over the threshold and they're excluded they are, from are, everything. They are excluded from everything. The, the famous phrase, the squeezed middle, is the one that comes to mind. The way I look at it is, right, the, the large working population in this country that pay their taxes, get up early, come home late, and all the things you've just mentioned, right, their energy costs, are no less and possibly higher than anybody else's. Their costs in terms of living because they have to go to the work and come back from the work and put their children somewhere in the meantime are no less. And that they are paying tax to fund all this largesse. And since 2008 or 2009 when the crash hit, we have been punch drunk from one side to the other between supporting banks, then we had pensions dipped into... Then we have had uh, you know various economic and now remember COVID just just, just to bring remember the private mm-hmm. the if if you decided as you were encouraged to to put money into into your pension as a lot of people yeah. tried to do they made sacrifices to do it that Michael Noonan when he was minister for finance way back in I think it was two eleven two twelve yep. people will correct me he raided those private savings. He did. And, yes, but, but hang on, in fairness to him, the argument he used at the time to raid the private savings of people who, who would save money for retirement, they, he just whipped money out off them. The, the argument he used was this was to bring down the VAT and hospitality from 13 to 9%. Now, 
where you where you people in well, other no, words, well, had their well, private pensions way. had their private pensions robbed by the government so they could uh, charge ten euro for a pint in Temple Bar and make money hand over fist hand over fist. Exactly. Well, even if they weren't making hand over fist, you're assuming that the, some of the people whose pensions were robbed in that case ever availed of a hotel or a restaurant at 9%. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and, if, yeah. and if they didn't, they got they got even less than anybody else. The point I'm making is, as a society, we undertake to look after those less well off or less fortunate than ourselves through a, a reasonably equitable tax system, but at least that's the aim of it. But that does not mean we never look after everybody else course, when their yeah. pressing need comes to mind and that's where we are now and where we have been since before the winter in terms of energy costs and all that kind of thing and at what point do and I, I, you know, because I can't think of a better word for it at what point do the squeeze middle get a return on what they're doing and how they're basically holding up the economy we have a government that's in uh, a, a wash with cash so let's say how about reinstating all that pension money they took Let's write a cheque tomorrow and say, thanks very much. We've had the benefit of your money for the last 11 years. We're going to give it back to you now. Sorry we can't give you any interest, but we'll give you back the principal. I don't see anybody touting that. Why wouldn't I be entitled to some of my own money back that you took that I had no authority, that I gave no authority to take from? And you can ex- expand this across the entire economy. And we will get to the point, and you've already alluded to it, at which point then, and one of your previous callers, the lady on there says, at which point do you stop making the effort and you stop working and stop funding the large S and decide I'm going to become a full-time beneficiary and you know what, I want you to house me, I won't house myself. I want you to feed me, I won't feed myself. And that's the injustice of it. This is, like I said, being punch drunk been slapped from one side of the room to the other between crisis, pensions, COVID, general economic disaster, housing crisis and everything and else. Ukraine but somehow war. We're supposed, Ukraine yeah. war. And somehow we're supposed to be meandering and navigating this uh, and dodging all the bullets, uh, you know, metaphorically, and we'll be fine on the other side because we'll make the effort to prop up everybody else. It is no reflection on whether people need help or not, mm-hmm. in those that really need it. But it's a reflection on the abandonment of a huge tranche of people in the middle. The super rich, not too bothered. The very bottom, I won't say they're not bothered, but we've nobody to reach to. We've nobody to reach to. But Fine Gael, and in fairness, and Fine Gael are constantly saying, um, we, we're going, we're going to, well, was it was Leo Fratka who invented the phrase for the people who get up early in the morning. But mm-hmm. have you noticed, like in the, in the budget, uh, last last year's budget, which is effectively announced last year, but this year's it comes into for. Have you noticed any? Ch- they said there was. Um, I think they even admitted that there are only slight changes in income tax. Did you, have you noticed any difference in your income tax or anyone else's income tax? Um, I, to be honest, it, it, if it is, it's been so small that it wouldn't be relevant for yeah. the simple reason it has been swallowed up by multiple factors of times by events that are outside the budget. Well, what, what, what do you think of them saying they're guaranteeing now price increases for petrol and diesel from June 1, September 1 and October? That's the first time ever. Well, 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 I, well, well I, I'll put it like this. If we have managed to navigate with reduced excise for the last X amount of time, whatever time that was, 
and still end up with a cash surplus in the exchequer at the end of the day, well, guess what? You didn't need that excise duty in the first place. And all you're going to do now is put up the cost of going to school, of going to college, of going to work. And the squeeze middle, guess what? We're about to get another slap in the head. Well, there is, a, but there is a back-to-school allowance, but again, that's that's a means you test. Mo- that's a means test. Who, who, yeah. who amongst, the, you know, and I, again, because of the lack of a proper word, who amongst the middle is going to be eligible for that support? Well, by definition, nobody. Do we have Tom, to give up Tom, to, 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 to Tom, make ourselves Okay, Tom, 0818 Your point, please, Tom. Tom, I hope, I, I, Joe, I hope it can be as articulate as your your, your previous speaker there. Um, why can't the government give this money out to people on social welfare in the form of food, food vouchers or fuel vouchers instead of giving them cash? There's a huge retailer right across all of Ireland that all of these people go to do their food shopping. Why can't they give them food vouchers to the same volume? Like your previous speaker, I will not qualify for any cost of living uh, uh, payments that the government are doing because, like the other caller, I'm also in a threshold that doesn't exist for a payment like that. And why do you not trust people on social welfare when they get this 200 bonus? In the no, next few Joe, weeks. because I can tell you this now, if you, in about two months' time, if you look at the amount of holidays that are booked, and I know a lot of people on social welfare can go to Spain every year on holidays. I can't do that. The money will not be put back into their home. It will be additional disposable income for those people. Yeah, but people on social welfare are living on what, 260 a week? Joe, if I got 260 a week and I got the medical card and I had a social house and everything else, I'd be dancing. Okay, okay. Well, people are entitled to make the point. Okay, stay there, Tom. Lisa Bracken, you're listening to Frank, John and Tom. Go ahead, Lisa. Hiya, Joe. Um, Joe, I'm just writing basically, I don't know which caller it was. I think it was Frank. I'm not sure now. Yeah. It was saying to people to kind of, you know, give up your job yeah. and go on the housing list and, you know, just resign, basically, and forget about it. I think that's an awful message of hopelessness to give to any, especially young people. Uh, I don't think it's ever a good idea to say yeah, that. Yeah, but Fr- Frank, in fairness, he's not saying he's giving it. He's saying the government are giving that message. No. Everything is... Tar- everything, is tar- everything is... Yes, Frank. Uh, yeah, no, the point I'm trying to make is... Uh, you, you took me up there, I said, resign... And don't do anything. Young yeah. couples, young couples that's after getting screwed with the mortgage interest and everything else that the state didn't do anything to help them. And as I said earlier, no government across Europe went to the ECB and said, this is not the right time to do this now with a cost of living crisis and fuel, everything. So do you, do you think that couples are happy to sit in number one and overpriced house that they had no choice to pay for? And number two, sick up to six hundred euro extra a month. Do you think they're happy to do that? Well, no, I don't, Frank. But I tell you what I'm what I'm not okay. happy either is to give my I have three adult children and I never, ever, ever want to give them a message that, you know, it doesn't matter, just forget about it, there's no hope. And that's what okay. you seem to portray. It that's not an option. I mean, people are screwed, pinned to the wall, Frank, at the moment. That's the you point know, most of I understand that, but it's not an option to say, oh, forget about it and don't work and just give up. 
and go on the housing list. We have over 13,000 people homeless in Ireland at the moment, did, so joining a housing list is not going to help anyone. It, there's major things coming down the road with social housing. That's of course there is. If we have a proper government in place now in the well, next Lisa, couple of years... For, Lisa, for example, should people who refuse an offer of a house, a brand new house, because they don't like where it is, should they be given a second offer? No, they shouldn't, Joe, to be quite honest with you. I don't think But you can't force people to live where they don't live. They'd rather stay with their mother and they're classified as homeless until they get somewhere where they want to live. Well, I think, you know, the classification of homelessness, that's a huge, it's a broad umbrella term for people who are, you know, not everyone is technically homeless. Okay, Lisa, let me me ask you a question about your three children. If one yeah. of them, if one of them, are they, I think you said they're grown up. If one of yeah. them came home and said, uh, "Ma'am, I've been offered a job. If I take the job, I'm going to be ten euro better off than I would be on job seekers, etc., etc." Would you tell them to take the job? I have done, okay. and I would always, well yeah, because well for their mind. And then too. they say, then they say to you, "Ma, if I take the job, I have to pay the bus fares in and out four times a day or two times a day." And no, that's I'd gonna plead cost, with them. You'd plead, okay. Well, yeah, plead. I tell would. me how you'd plead with them. Go on, please. I, I'd tell them, Joe, I'd always tell them that to, to be more mindful of your mind than anything okay. else, and that sitting at home is no good to, to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, much here, better here. for them to be less in pockets and out, even the social aspect of working. Do you know what, what I mean? Stress? What about the stress of not being able to pay the bills? But sure, the stress of paying people who are working, everyone is under stress, Frank. Everyone is. But well, I don't think it helps you, anyone to say, when you know what, I'm not going to bother going to work. When your kid is sitting at home, okay, they yeah. might be bored. But let me tell you something. They won't have the stress of all the banks to deal with and everything else. Okay. And not being now, able in, to fair, pay for in fairness to you, Frank, the other point you were making... Uh, I'll put this to Lisa. Frank was saying, and was this image of the two parents wrestling every morning with the two young children out of a battered old car? They need a car to get to get to work and then get home, try and get home in time to collect children from the crash. The two car seats, all that carry on. They're wrestling into the crash with four bags, two children. They're running out, jumping into traffic. What Frank said about that, about that woman was, and that man, is if one of you gave up work, not only would you be financially better off, but Medical Frank is saying, well, yeah. but no, no, I'm paraphrasing your argument. Not only would you be better off in Frank's view, but Frank is saying there'll be one of you at home all the time with the children. Well, hopefully you get a break during the day. Keep yeah, sending the crash. You deserve, you deserve a break. But uh, what about that argument, Lisa? The two parents, every, every household now is two young children, uh, have young children who are paying a, mor- paying a mortgage, which is where Frank began, are really, really under pressure. They're really under pressure. And I completely understand that, Joe, but I would, I mean, long gone are the days where people could afford to, you know, for one uh, parent know, to stay at home. Yeah, and yeah. it's sad, do you know what I mean? That's not a choice. But we don't have a choice anymore. Those choices are gone, for now, anyway. But I do think that getting out, working, and keeping yourself mm. busy is, is the better option for your mind. Yeah, yeah, Maybe not for your pocket, but for your mind. people, improving, or even education. Stay in education. Yeah. Stay in education. Frank, yeah, Frank, yeah. <laughs> just a quick point, Joe, and then I'll leave you, because I have to go. Listen, okay. I just want the, pe- the young people of the country, if they're listening, the ECB, as I said, that was my main argument. And no, now remember, no the ECB are independent. The I know that. Right. I understand that, Joe. However, uh, but the state, Joe, as you just mentioned, are able to threaten energy companies who are independent. 
with a windfall tax also. That's true. And, private, so just let and, and the state right. were able to take, who was it, uh, John's private pension, yeah, even though yeah, they were private yeah, savings. Yeah. The state can do anything. Sit, yes, and you, Michael Noonan, do you remember we used to sit on a Saturday job watch Dick Tobin? He wore a mask. Fair okay. play to Mr Noonan didn't. But listen, just a real quick one on the ECB, so as the young people know. All the extra money that you are screwed to pay every month to the banks is not going into a special fund to help you out down the road when you're in arrears. It's profit. It's profit, 100% profit. I know, in fairness, on top of fairness the money. now, fairness, Frank. Sorry, it's, it's, it's going into the likes of AIB who will write down a sports star's mortgage yeah, by 99.9. Yeah, Come here, yeah. Fra- Frank, did you ever play guy yourself? You wouldn't have an under 12. You wouldn't have an under 12 uh, hurling medal you could go down no. to AIB no. with. I get them to give you some. I doubt Unfortunately, it. I, I fell, I, I, I fell off the broken leg okay. branch and hit all the branches okay. on the way down. Okay, Frank. Back Take after care. this, Joe at RT.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. We're talking about the targeted um, measures, and it's the listeners that are talking, it's not me. Um, Jer, Jer, your point, please. How are you, Joe? Joe, I'd be of a similar age to yourself, and you and I will remember when a single wage could run a household. Then it became a wage and a half. And it's not long ago that if a, if a nurse and a teacher got married, their, their wages would allow them Look, to the- have a good quality of life. So the, the discussion needs to be... Why is the gap closing all the time? Not, not the discussion about there's always been spongers. Uh, people, people, it's more and more people are going into education. But they're getting degrees, they're getting masters. And then they're coming out getting good jobs and be told, no, you don't earn enough to have a mortgage. No, to you need to two wages. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but why is this happening, Joe? And and one and listen to uh, the economists coming on the air uh, saying inflation's at ten percent. Now wages can go up three percent. Now there's still a lot of people who haven't had a wage increase in years. Never mind three percent. But I believe I'm starting to think about it when they're when they're talking like this. Mm-hmm. That means wages are not keeping up with inflation. So everything is closing in on people. We used to have in this country, we used to have two biscuit companies, uh, Jacobs and Bolands. They were probably family-owned businesses. Then mm. they, were take, they became Irish biscuits. That's right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, they would have had maybe investors coming on board at that stage. Yeah. Then they were taken over by Nabisco. Nabisco would have investors and more shareholders. I think it was Valio Foods. But anyway, keep going, yeah. keep going. Keep yeah, going, but, yeah, but then Nabisco are taken over by Coca-Cola. Okay, well, not, so how many, so, how so, many so, okay, investors so, 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 so Jer- and shareholders are the, on the back uh, of maybe, every worker oh, now, Joe? Okay, okay. Now, that's driving you crackers, pardon the pun, really. But what do, you no, think, what do you think should have been in this package? I think, I think looking at the package... Is, is not the, we need to be doing something to protect people. Governments are not doing enough to, to, so that people are earning enough to live. When people are going out and doing a week's work and having to queue up for a food parcel, 
that's totally that, that's disgusting. Mm. And we're doing nothing about it. Well, they're this saying is a no, plaster fair, and, on a wound. This is just a plaster on a wound that needs needs okay. a major operation on it. Like it's not going. The people will get the money. They'll pay off a few bills, and then in a few more weeks, we're back in the same position. We're not doing anything to solve the problem. Like governments, not just here, governments need to stand up well, for the say, citizens. You see, they would say one of the things, the best thing we can do to solve the problem is create jobs uh, for everybody. And they're saying the, yeah, the, but we're, the, told, we're, we're still of a Joe, significant... We're told we're at the highest. We're, we're, we're at full employment, we, we, yet we, there's still a significant... full employment, yeah. but people are not earning enough to live. And as I alluded to already, take nurses and teachers and guards and civil servants of that ilk who were great jobs to have Mm -hmm. because you earned enough to be able to have a good quality of life. Why is it that that's not the case anymore? So we need to stop this, Mm -hmm. this gap that keeps closing in on people. And no one is talking about it. You know, you are your kids, okay, Dave, my kids. Okay, Dave, stay with us, Jared. Dave, David Devaney is in Chum and Kentagoba. Your point, please, David. Hello, Joe. How are you, yeah. how are you doing? Okay. Uh, well, what, what I believe, I, I actually think social welfare payments, the, the unemployment assistance, should actually be decreased uh, and not additional payments made. Because you go into any shop, any spare, centre, any mm. restaurant, any bar, you'll see signs up on the wall, staff want to apply within or apply with CV, and, like, there's full employment in the country now. I don't see the need why there should be... Uh, un- there's always going to be need for unemployment benefits, but it, it should be time. Well, some, be people, time. some people can't walk, you know, people are on well, then, Yeah, yeah, that's separate. Uh, disability benefits, that's a separate issue. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about unemployment assistance, okay. unemployment benefits, that's paid to people... Uh, that just are out of work for not not because of an illness or a disability that are just out of work Uh, that politician that said that there is a cohort there's a cohort in the country that never worked uh, don't have an intention of ever working in their life unless they're they're pushed into it by by some means and the means I see is to, to reduce the the benefits somewhat to to nudge them to make to make work Worked going. And what are you saying? Bring it, bring it down to the level that it is in Northern Ireland. I well, I don't know what level it is in Northern Ireland. Significantly lower than here. Yeah, I, I, I I would say like a tiered. Would say after six months, it's reduced maybe ten, twenty percent, and after another six months, it's it's reduced again. But why? Why do you want to do that, David? I presume. I presume you objected it. The two hundred euro spring bonus, which is announced there today for people in social welfare, you disagree with that, do you? Well, well no, I, I, what I would agree with is, is, is like, basically, if, if they're giving money out, give it out to everyone. Okay. I don't well, see why. That's what they people, did with the gas and electric bill. Yeah, 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 and uh, that, that, like, I, uh, your first. But then, when, but then, when that happened, you had, in fairness, you had St Vincent de Paul, you had the. Various uh, organisations, Social Justice Ireland, I don't know who they represent, but they are an organisation. And they, I heard them on at the weekend saying, uh, you have to target the measures, target the measures. So, so the government but did, you, uh, the government tar- did tar- what Vincent Nepal and Social Justice Ireland asked them to do. But target the measures at who? Target the measures at the people uh, who are on social work. welfare. Yeah, well, they, that they won't work, they won't go into a spare and say, have you a job? Okay, um, I, you know, t- take me on and give me a go. 
Yeah, but in fairness, okay, David, some people, some people couldn't work in Spar because they, they 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 don't have the literacy or computing skills. They didn't have a good education, and, and you know what yeah. it is. It's not everyone that doesn't want to work. Uh, the, 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 there's a small amount of people that are. Yeah. I, 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 take, I take your point that there, there there is certain people would say maybe in the forties, fifties that. Uh, poor education, uh, but that, I believe that's a small cohort. There's a there's a major cohort in their twenties and thirties that are born into this basically welfare culture and have no intention of working. Okay, stay there, the, stay the there, David. Gillian, your point, please. You're listening to David. Oh, hi, Joe. Just a little bit nervous, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a point. Joe. I suppose. Look, I'm I'm looking at you know, the so- sociological aspect of things. Like, I suppose, look, my, my take on everything would be if we look at how the, the have-nots have, have been kind of constructed within society, like, I'm talking about, now, um, you know, like, um, the council estates. Now, the council estates would have been initially would have been for families, low-income low families, or, or families that would have found things difficult. Now, the, a lot of these council estates, and especially down our area, they would have been uh, planned, and they would have been planted outside the main town. What would have been planted beside those housing estates where you have your bookie office and you have your pub, okay? This is what um, people within the community would have happened, been surrounded with. Yet you also had a high level of um, unemployment and maybe some drug use and disadvantage. The young people were going to school, and some fantastic young people that came out of, of those death schools that would have gone to university, Trinity, whatever, with sheer hard work and, and, and the whole lot and support. And what people are forgetting at the end of the day, here we're on a radio station, a public radio station, mm. and we're, we're fighting against each other, the haves and the have-nots. Everyone is in an argument, and I understand ourselves we're not for the whole lot, Joe. We we're finding things very, very difficult as well. Okay, yeah. but the point I'm making is we're all arguing against each other. This this type of a system is set up in a way where people are going to be fighting against each other, and and this will go on and go on and go on and go on because it's set up that way. It's been set up that way for years. And what I'm trying to say is, yes, I understand it's important for people to be, like, giving their views on the radio station. But mm-hmm. the, the, the crux of the whole thing is that this is how it's after being set up. Set now, up I'm by, not saying, set up I'm by not, who? Set, I believe it's been set up by the government, by the system. I don't know how, I don't have the verbal word for yeah, it, Joe, but okay. it's constructed. It's a sociological thing where it's actually constructed like that, where mm. you have, you know, oh, someone from a county estate, well, sure, look, they're claiming the dole, they're not working, they're... Well, the vast, I'm from Ballyferm, but the vast, and, majo- so the vast majority of people in, in Ballyferm are working if they can find... And Joe, but I the, by, but by the way, people I know from Ballyferm is up there in <laughs> Sunday, they'd be the first to tell you about people who aren't, uh, who, are, who are sponging. And they're not behind the door telling you about and people that's who are sponging. Because they're sponging on, because they're sponging on them as well. And the gang that gathered outside the church and in Kylemore Road and Ballyfermot on a, on a working day at twelve o'clock yesterday on their motorbikes and their quads or whatever to attack the Gardaí. Yeah. What? Where yeah. are they getting their money from? Yeah, well, well, Joe, not working. This, no, no, but Joe, this and is, the people this, in Body Farm are as annoyed about them as they are about as anyone else is. And that's exactly Joe the point I'm trying to make. So why are they say the group even yesterday? 
did the group like like what was like what was their mindset? That mindset is after coming from okay, yeah, okay, you're useless, you're whatever not, or whatever not, they not, they they experience. That's what I'm talking about. No, their mindset is I'm I'm getting something for nothing. Their mindset oh, is they are lazy be. lazy gits and they should they should be taken at hand because the vast because ninety ninety nine percent of their age group of Ballyfermot are going to brilliant brilliant schools exactly. with brilliant teachers and brilliant parents exactly and, and, and the people who are going to the schools in Ballyer and the parents who are working in Ballyer and doing their best for the kids are as angry about that gang that gathered yesterday at twelve Joe. o'clock on a Monday to Absolutely. to pelt the Gardaí from the motorbikes. Joe, I'm and they're not. They're, they're not. They're not getting up in the morning saying, "I'm very depressed. I've no reason Absolutely. to live. I'm going to get on my quad bike now and go down to the church of the Assumption and start pelting the guardie because I feel useless. My arse, get out and get a job. Yeah, but Joe, Joe. But Joe. and there's plenty Joe, of jobs. There, or, or, or stay in education. Stay, but that's the point. Though, it's the education. It's the education. It's if to stay Joe. in the education to give them options. Joe, yeah. can I come in, please? Choose that chair. Yeah, like we're going a bit off 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 okay. kilter. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you, we, we as families, you came from from your area and you wanted to better yourself, and then you want the same for your children to go to. Yeah college and, and get we, we as alluded to education but now it's not enough anymore yeah, yeah. so what that, are we doing yeah. like the discussion has to be what are we going to do about why are, why is everybody getting getting too expensive and people are not earning enough to have a life because the this, this should be yeah. the discussion yeah, but Gillian, you, you, really? keep saying, you keep saying the system like oxfam a few weeks ago brought out uh, reportedly of Radcar criticising yeah, but they, yeah. they named the 20 richest people in Ireland right Yeah. but the, f- the fact is that the 20 richest people in Ireland don't even live in Ireland and if you tried if we knew who the tw- if we knew if these 20 richest people in Ireland could sort out the system of the inequality why don't we just bring in a law tomorrow and arrest them and take all the money off them but that would solve the problems for the 5 million of us because it well, wouldn't because they'd be gone yeah, well, what what I'm spo- I suppose, Joe, what I'm what I, what I suppose, what I'm trying, to, what I'm I suppose trying yeah, to say, I'm probably not explaining it no, properly. Are, is it's 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 like uh, you're, say if you're looking in on the whole situation, okay. What I'm saying is we have we we have haves and have nots, right? What I'm saying is. You know, why should there be all of these inequalities? Why should there be all of these people struggling and people not managing because mm. things are so expensive and they can't pay their mortgage? And like this, this is going on and going on and going on. So somewhere along the line, I mean, it's going on for years. So like, like, like there's a problem some places, what I'm trying to say. No, I'm not blaming. You have great okay. people and you have. You know, you have other people that don't get things right, or whatever the case okay, is. I need, but why? But okay. why? Why is our system within Ireland carrying on like this, where all of this kind of bloody hassle and unnecessary hardship is happening on people? No matter what your postcode is, no matter where you're coming from, everyone should be given equal rights, equal access, have enough food on the table, have a roof over their bloody head, and just be happy and just content that's what I, I don't know in an idealistic world but they're the basic human needs that everybody should have no matter whether you have respect for each other no but matter do you where think, Gillian do, uh, this is the poster and the, the thing on the marches at the minute Yeah, uh, everyone is entitled to a house do you think everyone is entitled to a house I think Joe I think 
everyone is entitled. I think, if to be honest, if every, is that every you're, person, you're talking about every couple, if you're not in a couple, if you, uh, if you, if you're not, if you're not in, if if you're. Look, you have to look at every uh, yeah, situation that. individually. But I mean, if you can't uh, be able to access the house out of your own income or whatever mm-hmm. the case is, is well, then and, and you need a house, you need shelter over your head with your kids or whatever your family. Yes, and you look after that house. And so yes, it's people. You know, now, in fairness, so it's people with children who are entitled to a house. Well, anybody, Joe. Well, people have have have. I mean, how can I say that someone with children? Because you and can't. Some, because you can't magic a house out of. Uh, no, you can't. A, you can't. A, a whisker. But no, no. But what? But what you can do is you can look at. Okay, maybe let's look at how we can house people in an alternative way. Is what I'm trying to say. So it mightn't be your normal three bedroom house or your two bedroom house, but maybe let's look at. I don't know. Maybe. Like they do in Sweden or Norway, they 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 have social housing and they have housing. Obviously, then that that people you know pay for the housing. But even the spaces are utilised, Joe. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah. loads of houses around. Well, do you think even, if do you think if someone yeah. gets an offer of a house, they should yeah. they should they should if they refuse it, should they be given a second offer? I think, Joe, if you're if you're being offered a house, I was I had a council house when okay. I was when I started out. I was. Had my right, son at nineteen. Right. I, I went back to to education, mature student, and the whole lot. And and I kept the house well and whatever the case. And as soon as I was offered that house, I was five years and I was blessed, Joe. I was I was yeah, uh, would have yeah. been twenty five at the time. I was absolutely delighted. I took it hands and all, Joe. Do you know what I mean? Now I was working at the time. I yeah, paid childcare. I paid me weekly, you know, brilliant, my weekly rate and whatever. Yeah. And absolutely fantastic. A beautiful area. The house was literally a walking house done to a tea, Blessed. Absolutely blessed. And I was absolutely delighted. But but that gave me an option. I could have stayed there. But but I, I literally saved up Joe and I was able to get a, mo- a small little, okay. mo- you know, so a you were, So you were ever, forever trying to better yourself. Yeah, which is everyone's ambition. Yeah, everyone's and ambition. And their, their children's lives. Yeah. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, Joe, it doesn't matter where you are. If it mean like you, you know that yourself with your previous work in, in your roles, you, you have a supportive family, and 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 you have love and nurturing and the whole lot. And no matter where you are under that roof, then do you know what I mean? That's a safe place, a home. It's yeah, here, here, here. Uh, all, all the other things will fall into place, and 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 that that's really what I'm trying to get at. That that that. that you know, it's those simple little things. But do you, do you, is it fair to say that, but even listening to them all, unless they're all, all the politicians are actors, but like that every single politician, the first issue they now come out with in terms of what is the biggest issue in Ireland, they all say, no matter what side of or colour they are, so to speak, in terms of the left, right, uh, red, blue or whatever, that they say the biggest issue in Ireland is housing, which is Frank's point earlier on, the stuff is being done, he believes, that was his point. But anyway, well, stay yeah. stay with us, Gillian. I need okay, to take a break. Joe at RT.ie 0818 And remember, we have a WhatsApp voice number as well, which is 87 Talk to Joe on 0818 Talk to Joe on 0818 Talk to Joseph, Joseph Regan. Joseph, good afternoon. Your point, please. My point is where I like in the last five months we've bought a house. We bought a house uh, down in Roscommon. Okay. And we've had a child in, the, in since we bought the house. In that. Uh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, unfortunately, thing, like my wife couldn't go back to work because of the cost of childcare, everything okay. like that. So we're down to one income. Okay. So with the one income, it just puts us over the threshold. We don't qualify for any other payment, yeah. nothing like that. And we have like bills stacking up, like and just trying to clear the bills. You're living from paycheck to paycheck. And it's just really hard to do. And then you you look for any government like taking to help you out and so like that. Unfortunately, I'm about twenty euros over the threshold for it. Yeah, and this this targeted package that they announced today. Now they also announced increases in the price of petrol. The two hundred euro that everyone got for the DSB and the gas that's that's gone. The two hundred euro is only going to apply to people and who've been means tested on social welfare. Does this targeted package today make make any difference to you? No, no difference to me at all. Like the two hundred euros that they gave in the last two packages, it's what got me through the winter where I did not struggle to. Pay the ESB, but if I didn't get them to 100 euros, I would have okay. no. I'll have no power on my house. They, it was that helpful, that needy, that needful, yeah. that needful, that needful. I kept the power on in my house, and like I say, like an awful lot of young people that are in my position where you're not on a high income, but you're just over the threshold. Yeah, it just kills you. Like, to, like you're not getting any support. Like in the price of the ESB bill and everything. And the gov- well, the government, in fairness, today will say in the targeted package they'll give a once-off payment. In your case, it'll be for the your your uh, the little girl, yeah, the hundred quid on the children's allowance. Yeah, as you say, yeah. once-off payment of hundred euro. You look at the price of a bottle of formula, like a bottle yeah, of formula, yeah, like yeah. 15, 15, 15 euros. Like you just say, rough ballpark figure. Like that's gone up euros. as well. Yeah, yeah. So we even had Joseph. We even had Carl, and we didn't get to it the other day. It was the longest of calls every day. We don't get to. But I just saw one call the other day, and we're reading through them afterwards about the, the people. The the price of everything has increased so much. The people are even giving out about the price of uh, dog food and cat food. They're saying that's everything has gone up dramatically. But anyway, Pauline Fielding, say there, Joe. Pauline, your point, please. My point is that um, you had a gentleman on earlier that said that the social welfare recipients were going on holidays and yeah, the money yeah, wouldn't be used for their bills. Yeah, okay. yeah, and I just felt I needed to say that I haven't been on a holiday in right. years um, and I pay my bills and this extra money is going to come in really useful to make sure that I have coal and gas and fuel okay. for the fire and food on the table. I'm of an age where my kids are grown up and I'm lucky enough to have my own house and car and I'm able to budget everything around that. Okay. But I don't get 260 a week, I get 220. So I don't know where he was yeah. coming from that he could live on it. And I'd love to see him. A medical card is no good to you unless you're sick. Oh, you know. God forbid. Yeah, no one you know. So like, uh, okay. uh, and if you're really, really sick, the hospitals will look after you anyway. So it's it's just I thought it was just a bit general to say it. Okay, now well, a lot of young well, people well, out there struggling. That's, that's why you need people like you to, to to tell us the nuance of it. And how do you manage then on that amount? I put by everything and I look at what I have to pay and I pay that first and then I if I need something I go and get it. I I save for anything I have. Um, I put by 30, 40 euros a week okay. to make sure I have money for my insurance and tax and all that yeah. shite. And sorry, excuse language. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I um, just generally pay what I can when I can pay it. Okay. But the and extra about, money and you will. S- and um, you say, which is wonderful, that you that you were a carer for your foster child. Yes. And that's a group that have been savagely treated by the government in the last twenty years. They didn't get a penny increase. Foster parents. True. Very and, true. And no announcement on that. No announcement. I don't know how. No. 
We did that for two no, weeks here. I don't and, know how and, the government and, and just and ignored. I, I do Foster parents who saved the country so much and, and do yes. such good work. They've been savagely treated by every single government and nobody has taken up their case. Nobody. Well, the, the thing about that is, like, uh, right, when you have a child, Richard, that is, um, my young fellow is my own. I, that's what I looked at him as. He is my own. It's not the money that's important. But at the same time, it does help oh, I know that, to I the know. bills and the schooling and all of that yeah, stuff. But realistically, as a carer then later on in his life, when he was 18 and went through the mental health, he's in hospital at the minute. Oh, okay. that Sorry to hear that. He, he needed other types of care. Yeah. And the, the, the government obviously has to step in on that as regards. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about a, a medical card. It's not good to you unless you're sick. Do you know, like, it, it, he needed his medical card, let's say, and he has one, luckily enough, Great, and he's yeah. looked after. Right to say, but yeah. it is that the money that you get to look after a foster child is for the looking after a foster child. It doesn't yeah. pay my bills for me. I know so that, I know. Carer, Sorry, I was, just, I was just making that point. Yeah, yeah as an but aside, as a carer they had looking to... after yeah. him in his last few years, um, like, yeah, I had bills and I had to pay them. But I also know that there's young people out there now who cannot get on the housing ladder. They can't um, get a job. They are struggling to get a car under them. And it is tough. It is really tough out there. And to give a a few quid, because that's all it is when it comes down to it, as one Mm -hmm. um, person said there earlier on, 200 quid is gone on one of their bills. um, And then that's it. It's gone. And then they have to start working again on how they're going to pay the next one. Uh, that lady you had now on you, earlier. Will you be entitled? To, will you be getting this two hundred euro bonus? Um, I'm bonus? actually not sure. I'm on uh, job seekers, so I'm not sure what I'll actually get on that. I might get the ESB one, but I'm not sure whether I'll get the other one or not. And and to tell you the truth, that's okay, as long mm-hmm. as it does go to the people who do need it, and that are are stuck for it at the minute. Yeah, but you see, that is that not the point, Pauline? That so many people have been on already saying, okay, I'm not on social welfare, but I do need it. I do need the payment, exactly. and, and they're the they're the ones that have um, they're the ones that have um, they're the ones that are excluded. The squeeze, again, they keep calling again, it the squeeze middle. What this Finnegale councillor said, Councillor Ashling Moran, she said by the way she got death threats because she she made this point in in uh, uh, County Leash at the council meeting. Um, people are getting up at six in the morning, dropping the kids off at crash, getting back mm-hmm. at seven, hardly mm-hmm. able to see their kids. These people are working day and night, not able to afford to buy their own house They are because they are over the threshold. There are a number of people, not all, who are working, never work. Their parents never work. Their children will never work. They're sitting at home and the people who are going to work are paying for their house, their fuel allowance and everything else. It has to change. There has to be some changes, right? But here's the thing. Would you like to be that person sitting home on that couch with no job and no... Um, chance of um, making better life for yourself or, or going on holiday or whatever. And I know there's a lot of people out there working. My sons are working hard. They have good jobs and I'm lucky that they, are, they, have, they have their own homes and they've built them themselves and they have yeah. gone on and done their own things with their own families. Uh, but that's the way we were reared. You just yeah. go out and do it. You just do okay. it. Okay, okay. Stay, stay with us, uh, Pauline, back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. Um, Pauline is there. Pauline is uh, 
saying that she's finding it very hard to um, keep going on uh, job seekers. Um, Jer, Jer, who was the initial caller in this in this segment, um, you, you you were making the point that one one group of people seem to be turning against another group of people. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's wrong. Oh, you're talking to me, Joe? Yes, yes, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, my my big thing you're is saying every you're saying everyone is under pressure. Everyone did like, and we have to understand why 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 is it why can't wages keep with inflation? Why is it that everything is getting too expensive? Like that chap Joe well, who, one, who, well, who one bought of, well, a house. Well, one of the reasons is because that lunatic despot. Putin. I don't know whether you. I hope you'd more. No, no, no. Like this, no, this morning, no, Joe, no. This is before. He invi- this is before okay, the okay. Ukraine war. But he this invaded Ukraine. He invaded. I know, a, but th- 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 that's to do with the energy crisis. It's yeah, all the other stuff that 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 people are dealing well, you, with. Ukraine is the biggest producer of wheat cereal in yeah, the world. But, th- th- but anyway, that, I, I take your that's point. A, that's in the year, Joe. Like yeah. we, we, what we're talking about really should be: How is it that when we were told? If, if you send your kids to college and they get the degree or even get the masters, that like that chap Joe, he, he can't earn enough to pay his to, struggling to pay his mortgage now. Yeah, yeah. that that shouldn't be. You know, you drive. You're talking about housing. You're driving around and and you see blocks of apartments, and you're wondering, wouldn't it be great if a couple could buy one of them? No, they can't because they're only available to rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything is, is designed to go against the citizen of the country. This, now, this don't get me wrong, I'm, I, I'm no yeah. communist. Or, I, I'm, I'm older now, but I'm mm. concerned about how are they going to get the nurses to work to, to work in the new hospital that they're going to pay Very probably good three point. billion for. Because they, because they like, need, need somewhere to because live. Because they can't earn enough. Yeah. And, and they're not earning enough because everything's becoming too expensive. And the question should be answered, why is everything becoming too expensive? Why aren't wages keeping up with inflation? You'll remember, like, if a teacher and and a nurse or a guard, if if they got married, they they would be able to have a good quality of life. It's not the case anymore. So why is this happening? Why aren't governments going protect these people. Well, the government, the government say that's that's what we're doing. That's why we did the two no, two hundred. No, that's paying, why we did the, no, the targeted so, measures today. One point six billion. But that's that's going to do nothing for for the people that we're talking about. Uh, along with the with the people on social welfare who who need social welfare and can't work. Mm. But but the, the the problem is that everything is closed. There's no more middle class nearly. Well, the squeeze, you know, the squeeze, Millie. Yeah, well, that's well it, it, they're not just squeezed anymore, Joe, because they can't even get on the housing ladder. Yeah, they're squeezed. They're squeezed so much you can hear the pips squeak at this stage. Um, yeah, but but really, Joe, why why is an economist turning around and telling people no wages can't keep up with inflation? Why why can't why, why can't they keep up with inflation? That's yeah. why this is happening. Every every time well, inflation goes up, wages wages can't keep up, and over the years. This is how it's happened. Yeah. You know, the keys yeah. the keys of housing have been handed over to private enterprise. Where you grew up and all over yeah, Dublin Chair, and all over Chair, the country. Chair, I don't know whether you saw that survey last week, and it was a pretty reputable survey, that it cost Dublin City Council 40% more to build an apartment than it does if a private developer built it. 40% more. And if why? it's built by... The, I'd love to know why. 
Yeah, but that's exactly well, because because you know as well as uh, p- people are saying, get the council to build the houses. The councils can't even rent. How many times on this program have we heard people from council estates all over the country saying the house beside me was uh, sold to the council two years ago? Yeah, two I years see ago, it driving around and the city it's still job. idle. In a housing yeah. crisis. Now, if they yeah. can't even renovate, the councils can't even renovate houses. Or yeah, but why, 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 why? How are they going to build them? Who's yeah, going to build them? It, yeah, but why is it being allowed to happen, Joe? Well, it is happening. It's, we are where no, we but, are. But, 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 really, no, but that, we can't keep saying we're where we are where we are. We should be finding out. It's like the HSE. Why is there not uh, an audit of the okay. HSE to see where the waste is? Why, why are people going into work in the HSE, working their fingers to the bone, and can't get can't get a decent wage when okay. we all know that I know, other people I know, are going I, in and doing very little and people, getting an even higher wage? And I can I can hear I can hear your frustration. I can hear everyone's like it, frustration. Okay, Jer, Jer, going to leave it at that for the time being. Joe with RT.ie five one double five one. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. So many. I'll just start reading out a few of the frustrated calls. I'm listening here. I'm asking myself, why am I working? I'm a, I am the working poor. My son is sick here now. And I rang my GP for advice. No doctor available. Emergency appointment today at 4 if you want to take it. In other words, come down to the surgery. Payment of 70 euro to be paid today. I haven't got 70 euro to pay the doctor. And I'm working for time. Maria Rooney's in the West of Ireland. Your point, please, Maria. Hello, Joe. I'm just ringing in support of that councillor in Leash. I think it's terrible that she'll be getting death threats. We all know that she's talking the truth um, about people who, generations who, who, who don't work and who, who live off the state and we, we all know that's true just that they, the politicians, the opposition don't want to admit that, but Like, I would be one of the squeezed middle. I'm working. My husband's working. Um, You know, we would have had getting up the children early in the morning to drop to creche, collecting them late in the evening, didn't get a medical card, anything like that. And, you you know, we know that that's... We we all know that that's the reality. And I, I know plenty of people who, when I'm dropping to school, running to work, mm-hmm. and they would be on the social welfare and, and and they have time to go for coffee, go for yoga, all these things. I don't yeah. have I don't have that luxury. I'm working and you know, I just want to support that, that counsellor from Leash. She's yeah, she's, 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 dead a right. Fine, she's a Fine Gael counsellor, but and Fine Gael and the Fianna Falls members say it as well. But um they and that's their choice. They obviously uh, don't think they can do anything about it because today's measures, and this is why people seem to be so angry, a certain section of people seem to be so angry. Today's measures are called targeted. In other words, it's people on social welfare who get the 200 euro bonus, they get the extra fuel allowance. Obviously, fuel allowance is being tested. Back, back to school allowance that's gone up. That they're going to be a once off bonus there as well but that's being tested means tested as well whereas the price of petrol diesel is going up not once not twice but three times in the next three months that's that's gar- that's guaranteed so the government have made a decision like they have made a decision that this is the best way to to spend the 1.6 billion is to target it at people who are on 
uh, social welfare and every every child on children's allowance will and that's every child in the country um is entitled to will be sorry not the child the parent the mother will be getting a uh, hundred euro bonus as well a once off a hundred euro bonus and that's very welcome but yeah. what's the incentive to work though joe like if you if the, like I know I know that a lot of retail outlets struggle to get staff coming up to Christmas because the people were getting these bonuses Christmas bonus and it wasn't worth their while to take a job in Tesco or Dunn's and they struggle to get staff as lots of places do but I, I don't know why anyone no. is unemployed these days genuinely unemployed because there's, there's, there are jobs going in every sector like we all know every hotel you go into or fast food restaurant or it's all foreign staff because the Irish staff d- d- don't want to do those jobs anymore like there's no excuse to be unemployed, I, I, as far as I can see. Okay. Um, They're incent- it's been incentivised nearly because they get, like, they get so much on the back to school allowance and a medically card and and rent allowance and it's not just two hundred and twenty a week that we hear about. It's also your your rent okay, allowance, your medical card. That's worth. Like I heard a statistic, Joe, that a single mother with two children that their partner would have to earn sixty five thousand to give them the same lifestyle as, uh, as as the social welfare does. When, when you add up the medical card and the rent allowance... After and tax, 65,000 65, before, before tax, I presume. Yes, but, but, um, but a lot of public sector... Public sector workers. My husband, I'm read out, uh, uh, Maria, I'll read out uh, a few more calls just trying to give people that we might be able to get everyone in. Um, my husband is self employed, unfortunately, had an accident just before Christmas. It wasn't until last week, which is now February, that we managed to get a penny help from anybody. Not until last week. Uh, what's around the corner? Another call. We just don't know. We are what they, what they call the middle class paying taxes and trying so hard just to survive. The frustration is real out there. It really is, isn't it? People are angry in the middle, as they call the middle. The squeeze middle. Yeah. Like, as they um as they call as they call themselves, okay, Maria. Thanks indeed. Mind yourself, Maria. Please do. And Pauline, no. Pauline as well, and all our other callers. I want to do this because I just heard the ad there at a half one saying, "Choose your time." Again, it's back to the same topic. Choose your time. Went a bit on the tumble dryer, and and um, what happened, to you Val? Val. Yeah. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. What happened? Well, I was putting the tumble dryer on on Sunday afternoon and I noticed, luckily, that the drum wasn't going around. So I opened the tumble dryer door and all this smoke came out. Good luck. Now, luckily, it was in the afternoon. I kept calm. I called my husband. We switched it off from the plug. It didn't trip the switch or anything. But I'm hearing these adverts saying, use the time wisely, put your tumble dryers on at night on a timer. If we were in bed asleep, I dread to think what would have happened. And what, where, what was causing the smoke? Do you follow me? No idea. It might have just been a glitch where the drum stuck. Um, I don't have any clue. The tumble dryer isn't that old, um, and it's never happened before. And like you were able to extinguish, you were able to start out the smoke. I hope. Yeah, just switched it off from the plug. The smoke went, but it did like fill up the room. Okay. Um, uh, like it's just, I just want to kind of highlight how dangerous it is, because I just dread to think if if we weren't in the house, if or if we were asleep, you know, God knows what would have mm-hmm. happened. But um, is your is your is your tumble dryer now destroyed? Is it working? 
No, it's grand. It's fine. Um, I don't know what happened to it. Okay. It, just the drum had stuck for some reason. So, um, so, maybe so the point is, if you're trying to save money, please... Do not, do not put on a dishwasher or a tumble dryer uh, before you go to bed. No, or be, if be you live in the yeah. house, because if, if I'd have just left it, something made me just kind of stop and just look at it. I don't know why. Um, then, then all the smoke, like the smoke wasn't even coming out until I opened the door. What people say... Um, well, the, the main, the main. Now, in fairness to the to the authorities, the main message we're getting is: don't try not to use your tumble dryer, your dishwasher, your washing machine uh, between five and seven in the evening, isn't it? Yeah, but there's also people that have the night saver electricity, which means it will be cheaper for them at night. And I know people use timer plugs. You know, I just yeah. and, and I just worry about people that maybe put the dishwasher on and then leave for work or something. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't, do, don't it. do it. It's don't not do worth it. it. Yeah, even if anything, the oven, the grill, people do it. I do it myself. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, and you wouldn't really think it. And I probably wouldn't have thought about it. Luckily, I'm always in the house whenever I use a big appliance. But I know people that aren't, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Val, by the way, uh, I don't know what relevance is apart from that the, the, there is only one pancake Tuesday and it is today. You say, you say, and I've known here, by the way, I'm not, I can't send you any. You say you love pancake Tuesday. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm 99% pancake at the moment, Joe. <laughs> and what, it's your favourite day of the year? Why? I don't know. And I don't know why I just keep the pancakes for the one day of the year. Say I say that. every year. I'm like, I can, it's not illegal to have pancakes any other day of no, the year. Not, but for some not. reason, I only have them on Shrove Tuesday. Well, so, I've, yeah, I've had three lots of pancakes. Well, that's when you, were, when, <laughs> when you were growing up, Val. I don't know where you grew up. Um, yeah, I grew up in England, but my parents were from Galway. Yeah, and um, I don't know whether it was... a. Uh, uh, a well, a well-off household, or whatever. But I was, we were the same. The pancakes, pancakes were only allowed on Pancake Tuesday. They were an incredible treat. Yeah, I think and that's what it is. It's the novelty. Yeah, and but it's I only, haven't had enough yet. And it's only, <laughs> it's only when I start living independently that I actually, if I have a pancake on a Sunday, Mabel, my mother at the time, wouldn't wouldn't be able to give out to me because you can, you can actually have a pancake any day of the year. You can, and, uh, and they need to remember that. And luckily now there are some great places that do pancakes. But you know, I was listening, I was reading, and I think it was, was it the Mail this morning, they had all the uh, celeb chefs, Darina and uh, Rachel and uh, Nevin and Donald. See, I know them all. And the, the <laughs> one, they all have their uh, favourite recipe for a pancake. But the, the common thing, which I didn't know, is into your batter mix. There you go. Into your batter mix, place some melted butter. Put melted butter into your oh, batter I mix. Did don't you know, know about that? that? No, I cooked them in the no, butter. I cooked them in the butter. No, no, no. You, you fried them in the butter. But if you, if you put butter into the batter mix, uh-huh. It will help them not stick uh, to the pan. Well, you know the way you, you know the way your first uh, yeah, yeah, you know the way your first pancake yeah. is um oh, disaster. is, is a, it's always a disaster. Always the a, but, dog ate it. So okay, so there's out. there's an excuse of doing another pancake mix. But, oh, for sure. See, and I let, don't me need know, an let me know. If it, <laughs> let me know. And apparently, if you, if you put in a drop of body gown sparkling water, it makes them fluffier. Well, 
there you go. I made the Michael D. Higgins pancake once, but sure it was a disaster. It looked like a Matilda. Okay, okay, Val, Val, is there a voice note there quickly on trying to get more people in? Hi, Joe. My mother used to say before she died two years ago, when is there going to be a march for all the people who paid their bills? She was very wise, worked all her life and was very dismayed at the time. Okay, okay, take that point. I heard it myself when I was growing up. Okay, uh, back tomorrow, one forty-five. By the way, this coming Friday, we are on the D Hotel. God knows we need a, a bit of a laugh. It's all totally free, loads of giveaways, good fun. Um, as I said yesterday, two, two reasons I encourage people to come. One, because it's free and you enjoy yourself. Uh, but lately, June Rogers, who is absolutely fantastic, the best comedian, as they call her, the best female comedian in the country by far, the best comedian in the country, full stop. She has um, magicked up some incredible outfits. Yet yeah, They have to be seen to be believed. And you'll see them. And also our special guest this weekend in Drogheda, um, by uh, permission of the governor of the nearby prison, is Brush Shields, uh, who will be there and will be uh, performing the rambunctious uh, rocker, as he's now known. See you on Friday. In the meantime, see you tomorrow. Lisa Marie Berry produced and Ray Darcy next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.